0: Father, we read in the scriptures that you are particularly close to the brokenhearted, to those who cry out in their need. And so we trust that today you are particularly close to us, especially to those of us who have come here to this place today, around this altar to pray for our beloved who have died, whom we miss more than we can tell. And so we ask you to strengthen our hope and to keep our eyes fixed on your son. Help us to leave here confident that we will see our brothers and sisters again. All this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like to welcome everybody here today to this Mass of remembrance to a time when we as a parish community rally close to the heart of Christ to pray for those who have passed from this life to the next in this year. I would like to look at only one thing today. I would like to look at death from God's perspective. And I don't know any better gospel to help us understand God's perspective on death than the gospel of John, particularly the story of the raising of Lazarus. Lazarus, as you may recall, is one of Jesus' best friends. He regularly spent time with Lazarus and his two sisters, Martha and Mary. And in the story, Jesus gets word that Lazarus is sick and at the point of death. And Martha and Mary are begging him to come and to heal their brother, his friend. The exact line is, now when Jesus heard that Lazarus was sick, because he loved him, he stayed where he was. That should get us to scratch our head, maybe a little bit. If Jesus had the power to save Lazarus, and because he is all-loving, he would have wanted to save him, why didn't he go? All of you, Who have gone through the pain and the anguish of burying somebody in this last year whom you love, probably feel the same way as Mary did. And maybe even at the point of the passing of your loved one, you said with Mary, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. My husband wouldn't have died. My friend, my dad, my mom wouldn't have died. And at first it appears to be a great gesture of faith on the part of Mary. That she realizes that Jesus has the power to heal and to save. But I think I see it more of as an indictment. As if when Jesus finally shows up and Lazarus has died, that Mary runs up to him and is almost hitting him. Saying, why weren't you here? I thought we were friends. He was one of your best friends. How many of us feel similar in our response to God after the anguish that we have endured? But Jesus didn't come because he wanted to do something even more remarkable than simply heal Lazarus. He wanted to do the unthinkable. He wanted to raise him from the dead. But in order for him to do this, he had to let Martha and Mary go through the pain of watching their brother die. And the pain of thinking that Jesus didn't care They wanted him to work a miracle of healing. Jesus wanted to work the greatest miracle in the New Testament. Now, you would think that Jesus would be full of joy when he shows up, smiling because he knows exactly what he's going to do. But he doesn't. He walks up to Martha and Mary and he cries. He holds them close, and he weeps. Why? Because God loves humanity, and he hates death. For those of us who are here even now, crying or suffering, I want you to understand that Jesus is right next to you. Just as he was to Martha and Mary, with his arms around you, holding you, weeping with you. But I think we miss, we miss how much God hates death. Because in the story, it says that as Jesus stood at the tomb of Lazarus, he was deeply perturbed. Or another translation says, moved with compassion the actual translation would be more akin to he burned with rage. He bellowed in anger. God hates death. It wasn't supposed to be this way, and we know it. He hates the pain of it, the separation, what it does to families. And because he is God, and God is love, and love is action, he acts. Jesus saves Lazarus from his death. He saves all of us from our death by himself dying. I once heard a great quote that said, The only way for the funeral of Lazarus to be interrupted was for Jesus to summon his own funeral. And the only way to summon Lazarus from the grave was for Jesus himself to go into the grave. The master's cry at Lazarus' grave, come out, bellows down through the century. Death is not the end. Not from God's perspective. God will have the final word, and that final word, as he stands before every single human grave, past, present, and future, will be, come out. As the funeral liturgy says, for the faithful life has changed, not ended. We will be reunited again in love around the throne of Almighty God. And until then, we pray. We pray with all of our might for those who have gone before us. And we lift them up today in this Holy Mass. My dear friends, today the entire church is united with you. As we pray for all of our brothers and sisters who have passed in this year, I leave you with the consoling words of Saint Bernard of Clairvaux at the funeral mass of his brother, whom he loved dearly. He said, I can never lose one whom I have loved till the end, one to whom my soul clings so firmly that it cannot be separated. This one does not go away from me, He simply goes before me. Father, we commend into your hands our beloved brothers and sisters who have gone before us and are no longer here visible to our sight. We thank you for the very real communion which still exists between us, for nothing is lost by death. It is not strong enough to destroy friendship or love. Lord, we entrust to you today, especially those who are not yet home, those who are undergoing the process of being purified, preparing to enter the fullness of joy that you have created for all of us. We ask that you look with kindness on them, see the wounds of your son, which he received out of love for them, and hear our prayers and bring them home soon, so that they may reign with you forever. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.